If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Ladies and gentlemen, boxing lovers and likers, welcome to the ultimate sibling rivalry, Bigs versus Bigs. This podcast highlights two brothers who've been debating, undercutting, and contradicting each other for years about the sweet science of boxing, and now they're finally here to settle the score right on this podcast, Bigs versus Bigs. In the blue corner, the cool, collected, self-proclaimed ladies' man. He's famous for dominating debates without raising a vocal decimal. Representing the youngest sibling in every family worldwide, Christian the Slim Reaper Beads. In the right corner, the borderline obnoxious, the man that has been rumored to be 3,000-0 in all boxing debates, the man representing for all big brothers all over the globe, Justin Big Time Biggs. What's up, guys? This is your host, Nell B. I'm here with Justin Big Time Biggs and Kristen the Slim Reaper Biggs. So, how are you guys doing today? I'm good, man. I f- I'm great knowing that. Bomb squad is back. Okay, Chris. <laughs> as long as I know he's back, the future of boxing is in, is in good hands. Listen, boxing ain't nothing without an American heavyweight. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my man, Big Baby Anderson, is just not, you know, he's not at that level yet, but that kid is coming up and I like him. But right now, we need Bomb Squad. The world needs Bomb Squad. The world's a better place with Bomb this not, is true. Not to mention Big Baby Miller's making his comeback too. I fought in Mexico that. recently a few weeks Baby ago. He did, didn't he? Mm-hmm. How did yep. he do? He won. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, he won. Oh, yeah. Right. Did you see it? I did see it. We got a lot of stuff to get into. <laughs> All right. Well, how do you guys let's let, let's say we jump right into the first segment then. Okay. We got toe to toe. All right. So today, toe to toe, first topic. Former heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay the bronze bomber Wilder. And arguably the hardest puncher in the history of boxing is set to make his long-awaited return to the ring after his trilogy with Tyson Fury against a tough contender, Robert Hellenius. Is this a good return fight for Wilder? Chris, your intro. Let's go. Yes, it's a great fight for Wilder. Why do we even doubt the man? Tyson Fury was 280 pounds. The last, the second, the last two fights, he still dropped him. Multiple times. It was still such a close fight. While Deontay was only 230 the last fight and 215 the, the two fights before. So this is a, this is a small heavyweight we're talking about. And he's, and he's, God bestowed him with a little, with a little percentage, a little drop of his power in, in that right hand. And every time he hits his opponent, they go down. In the Tyson Fury fight, the first fight, he only landed 16% of his punches and still almost beat him. It's remarkable. It's never been done before in the history of boxing. So I say yes is a good fight for Deontay because it's Deontay. 
It's a great fight. Uh, Hellenius is there to be hit. I've seen him in other fights. And he's really good. He's a really good rangy fighter, but Deontay, Deontay is about his height. So the reach and, and the height advantage is not, is not going to be as big of a factor when he's fighting Deontay. Okay. Wilder, the bronze bomber. So bomb okay. squad. Perfect. Right on time. That was your minute. I love it. All right, Justin, you're up. Ooh, if I was Deontay, I would call up my manager. I say, what's going on here? Who's trying to pull a fast one on me? Because I just lost to a tall, right, European fighter. That's a volume puncher. And now I'm back in here with another tall European fighter. I mean, if you close your eyes, if you blink fast enough, Hellenius and Tyson Fury look just alike. Like, what is this, his cousin or something? It's a body double. This is a bad idea. It's a bad idea, man. The guy's a volume puncher. The guy's tough. The guy's tall. The guy's coming off a win against uh, Adam Kalnowski. You saw how resilient he was in that fight. He beat him twice. Like, is this some type of setup? You're trying to backdoor my guy? What's going on? I hate it. Hated it. No. I don't like it. Deontay, you hear me? Don't do it. Don't take the bait. They're setting you up. <laughs> Chris got some weird stuff going on with them. And that is your time. All right. Interesting perspectives. You guys ready to get into this? Toe to toe. Mm -hmm. In three, two, one. Time in. You hate it. I love it. I'm not surprised. Hellenius can't. What can he do to Deontay? That Deontay can't do to him. Also, they look, you know, vaguely similar, but Tyson Fury is a defensive fighter. He fights on the back foot. Hellenius takes every opportunity to, to engage that he can. And I think that's going to leave Deontay with all the openings in the world to land that bone crushing, seizing power that he's displayed his entire career. It's not going to be any question. different mm -hmm. on that night. And let me ask you a question. I'm sure a lot of that bone, he's, Deontay's usually taller than all his opponents. So that power going down is more dramatic than him punching up or punching on his level where Hellenius is going to be. So let's negate. He is an incredible puncher. Uh, 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 Hellenius is a warrior. He comes forward and he, and, and he, he's tough, man. And he has ghosts from the past, man. He lost twice to the same guy and got stopped. This is not a good idea. You don't put a guy in there when he's going through that. As long as Deontay Wilder believes in his power, which he always does, on any given day, he's going to be fine. He's going to land his jab, which is all he needs to do, land it to the body, land it to the head, um, wait for wait for Hellenius to overextend, catch him coming in with his right hand. He lands one, he lands two, he lands three. If the fight's over, he doesn't need to land a high percent. If Deontay Wilder lands 20% of his power shots right. on that night, right. it's game over. But do you see, did you see, did you see Deontay's last two fights? Chris took a lot of punishment, man. I just don't think it's a good idea to put him in there with a guy who has momentum, who's coming off some incredible wins. I listen, I believe Deontay beats him, but can we get can De hey, can Deontay get a fight in Colombia? A tuna? Can, can he get a like like just no cameras? Like, I'm just, just gonna get a tuna. I wouldn't be opposed. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Deontay in a tuna, but you have to look at it. The fights where Deontay Wilder gets hurt and has trouble, it's when his opponents use their weight against him, like Luis Ortiz or Tyson Fury. Hellenius does not have the capability to do that. Hellenius so, is big as, as he's as, huge, as, but he's, he doesn't use his weight. He doesn't use fifty pounds. He what doesn't if he use his weight that night, Chris. 
What if he decides that night because he sees a blueprint? Go, oh, I'm gonna put my weight on him, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad at this. Guy. Even better for Deontay. Really? Even better because he's gonna, he's gonna boom bash. Deontay has a great space, Chris. It's not really his best. Like when he gets on him, if he misses a shot or he takes one of his shots, gets on him, gets him on the ropes, it's a dangerous night, bro. He's a big guy. Not a good idea, man. I would not have chose Hellenius. And I thought about this and I said to myself, down goes Hellenius. I says, I says, you know what? They're not going to put him in there with Hellenius, is they? Is they? And they did. What are they trying to do? They're creating another sensational victory for Deontay Wilder. They could have chose anybody. All right, we're moving on to round two. Mm-hmm. Round two of toe to toe. You guys ready for this? Let's get it. Joe the Juggernaut Joyce, the heavyweight rising contender, scored an impressive fourth round knockout over the durable Christian Hammer. Who do you think should be the next fight for Joe Joyce? I'm thinking, Justin, we're going to let you do your intro first. All right, big time's up. Joe Joyce, the only fight to be made, right? That's going to give Joe Joyce the one thing he does not have, Chanel. And listen listen to me, Chanel. Now, B, listen, it's mass appeal in America. Let me ask you a question. Did you did, did you watch Joe Joyce's fight? No. No, you did not. Why? Because it's not appealing <laughs> to Americans. Joe Joyce needs to fight Andy Ruiz. It's a fight that he can win. He's a smaller man, and he would get appeal in America because he would beat the guy. He would knock the guy out, potentially, that Anthony Joshua could knock out, and he'd be freaking on the map. There's no other fight that makes sense. Even if you throw him in there with Hellenius. Hellenius deserves a fight, but it's not a good fight. It would not do anything for his career. So I'm going to go 10 toes down and says, yo, give him that Andy Ruiz fight. They got the money over there. Andy would love to be paid in pounds. He'll go over there. It'll be a dope fight. And they'll set up the, the next fight with him and someone big like Wilder and uh, Fury or... When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Or Anthony Joshua. There's your time. All right. Chris, you are up. Let's go. Can the juggernaut be stopped? I love the way he mulled over Christian Hammer, but... Grab the belts, Joyce. Team Joyce, grab the belts. Go after the smaller Alexander Usyk, the current um, unified champion at heavyweight. Grab those belts from him. Grab his appeal. He just fought Anthony Joshua and beat him relatively easy. That's an easy fight because he's a smaller man. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, It was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. The Juggernaut is the Juggernaut because he can't be hurt. He comes forward. He has an incredible engine and and great stamina and really, really good fundamentals. 
with that skill set, he'll be able to overpower Usyk, beat him up, and maybe stop him. Go after Alexander Usyk. That's the best fight for Joe Joyce. All right. Sounds like you're done. So, it's time for you guys to go through your debate. Are you ready? You know, that's funny because what I remember in the amateurs, in the WSB, I remember Joe Joyce losing to Alexander Usyk. And I remember Alexander Usyk hurting Joe Joyce. So I'm just wondering, why would that be a good fight for him? And by beating Usyk, I still don't think people would care. The American crowd is what you need. Would care as much as if he defeated Andy Ruiz. So I'm trying to understand. There's no money will be generated with him fighting Usyk. Who, who want to see that? So I'm trying to understand why you why you're saying this over Andy Ruiz. What what what's getting you thinking like that? I think that Andy Ruiz has the style to actually put a chink in a juggernaut's armor. You understand? He's really good at throwing those overhand shots. He's very quick with his hands, and he has pretty good defense. So I think he'll be able to slip Joe Joyce's jab and come over with a big right hook or big a big overhand right and, and con- consistently land that, outpoint him, or possibly knock him out. I think he's one of the only heavyweights right now that have the power and the skill set to really negative to expose negative. Joe Joyce. That's what I truly believe. No, he doesn't. While Usyk, I don't think Usyk can hurt him at all. Chris, Usyk I don't did th- hurt him in amateurs already. That's what you're not understanding because you got to watch amateur boxing. How many too. years ago was you that? Gotta, see, I watched many, the NBA many, and many, I watched college ball. How many years you just ago? Watching, you just watching, uh, 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 um, you watch like the, the playoffs and stuff. I watch, I'm watching everything. Right? I don't go by the amateur because this is the pros. Right. But if you heard him with, if I heard a guy with 10 ounce gloves and he was still a man back then, he going to hurt him with a 10 ounce puffy gloves. He's going to hurt him with 10 ounce, you know, tight glove. Reyes. Didn't gonna, Danny Garcia beat Terrence Crawford in the amateurs? They were little kids. That's what I'm telling no, you. No, but no, but that's Usyk and them you. were like 25 years old, bro. There was no little kids. Come on, bro. That's not a good fight, and nobody would care about that. Um, the fight that he needs needs is the Andy Ruiz fight, bro. He needs to fight, and Andy that's Ruiz, the fight that makes it, sense. The same Andy Ruiz that knocked out Anthony Joshua. Chris, that same Andy, Andy Ruiz was not focused. Okay. We all know that. Get me yeah. something about Andy Ruiz right now. It's the time. Andy Ruiz is not focused, Chris. He looked bad against um. What's my man? Ariola's a tough Chris veteran Ariola, fighter. He's a he, tough he, veteran he, fighter. He, 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 he got, got dropped. Drop. He beat him up. So you're saying if, if Ariola dropped him, you're saying Joe he's Joyce known for, he's, he's, he's known for coming in as the underdog and knocking and, 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 and knocking his opponent out. You think that's a safe fight for Joe Joyce right Chris. now to just jump in and fight Andy Ruiz? After he showed defensive flaws against Christian Hammer, he consistently landed overhand rights and left hooks. And who, and who all these guys Andy Ruiz was knocking out? Like all these great... Like, come Anthony on, Joshua. Andy Ruiz that's all you is, need. Like five, is like 5'11". You know what I'm saying? He's not as focused anymore. He's well fed. I think the, risk, the, the, risk, the risk is not worth the reward. Time. The risk is not worth the reward, man. Ah, okay, the debate is over. <laughs> that oh, was a good one. You beat Usyk. Oh wow! Were you like what? You're a star. Well, you get b- 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 belts. <laughs> what do belts mean? Belts don't mean anything like that. Let's jump into number three, round three. Former YouTube sensation turned professional boxer Jake Paul has now said his sights to fight the son on of the legend Hasim Rahman. Rahman. Sorry, I never say that right. Junior, who has had a professional boxing record of Rahman. twelve and one. 
with six knockouts. Rahman, do it again. Rahman, that's what you say in Brooklyn. Rahman. Rahman. Okay. I guess I'm obviously not from Brooklyn. She probably said it right. Yeah, she's from Queens. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, is this the perfect fight for Jake Paul, or is he making a mistake? And is it too soon, Chris? I want you up first. One thing I learned about the Paul brothers is that they may have, they may do YouTube, they may be models or something. I'm not sure, and they're definitely athletes now. But they are smart businessmen, and when they chose Rockman Jr., my first instincts were, "What are they doing? Why would they? Why would they? Why would his team pick a real boxer?" Love them, Paul brother. But then I did my Googles and my research. And I discovered that they're sparring partners. They have pictures together. They know each other. They've had words from Vegas. So I said, oh, okay. Jake Paul's familiar with Rahman. So he may may be even picking on him, thinking that he has Mm. one of the easier, softer boxers to fight. For that reason, ladies and gentlemen, I elect that Jake Paul is going to win this fight on points. It's going to go to the distance. Not going to be a emphatic knockout like Tyron Woodley. But he will be the victor come August 6th. That is time. Just to be clear, just to make sure you know, the question is, is the fight perfect for Jake Paul or is he making a mistake? Yes, right. it's perfect for Jake Paul. Okay. All right. Justin, in three, two, you're up. The other day in the news, I saw an article. It said that... uh the one of the employees that does payroll gave another employee 286 times the amount that they were supposed to be paid. God damn. Right? <laughs> Why not just say the amount? And it reminds me, because it's such a high number, it reminds me of this Jake Paul fight. A gross miscalculation. A gross miscalculation, a mistake. Jake Paul is making the biggest mistake of his life. He's going to pay for it. This is a bad move. He didn't need to do it. He had to create make make Rockman a bigger star. Everything is just all messed up. You know, he's he's drunk on this fame and trying to prove something. Don't let these people play you out your position. And that is your time. So, no? Gross miscalculation on Jake Paul's part. Okay. Bad move. Are you guys ready? I need you guys to prove your points in three, two, one, go. Okay. In the sparring session, Rockman was told to only use his jab in. You know, don't go too hard on him. It is no, if Jake Paul was to right now go to the Golden Glove. Golden Gloves, as as a novice, I don't know if he'd win. I right? can agree with that. <laughs> you agree with that? I kind of do. Yes. Shit is hard. I, I've lost a novice. So it's very it's very hard. It's a lot of things you have to learn. Jake will get hit. Jake will get hurt. This kid is very big. It's a bad move. And even if he does get the win, he won't look good doing it. And now, remember, he's at the point where he needs pay-per-view buys. And his, his pay-per-view buys are... Are based upon him getting these knockouts, Chris. Do you understand? But all his haters always say, fight a real fighter. Yeah. Stop fighting MMA and YouTube right. guys. And now he's going to fight a real fighter. 
Who's his haters? That who, with Dustin, would you rather fight a fighter whom you're familiar with or who, who you're not familiar with? Just sure. answer that question for me. Familiar with? Famili- familiarity. Yeah. Absolutely. He's yeah. familiar with Hasim Rahman Jr. Right. That's why he chose a fight. That's why it's a good fight for him. They they know each other. The camps know each other. He knows he knows people that knows his family. So therefore, he has the four one one on Hasim Rahman. But Hasim Rahman also has also and has information on him, Chris. Which, which you have, why which, not what, fight no, Anderson Silva? Which, why not fight? Right, you could have fought like a a part of a valuable information that we're all missing is that this fight was made three weeks out from yeah. the fight date. Yeah, that gives a heavyweight at that. Almost no chance to get in shape. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Already was getting ready for a fight. Did you know that? It doesn't matter. He's already getting ready for a fight. It doesn't matter. He's the guy he's familiar the with. Men- the mentality of I'm fighting on the biggest stage ever. And Madison Square Garden as the headliner versus whoever else he's going to fight high, is a completely different different mindset. High risk, low reward, Chris. He beats him. The haters of the guys is not even watching his fights. These are little kids on YouTube watching this guy, Chris. The kid is like a Disney Channel boxer. Don't underestimate the power of a to, hater, Justin. Haters. And haters are only going to say, oh, haters buy tickets. Three. don't let this guy. Don't listen. Let me tell you something out there, fighters. Don't let people play you out of your position. Listen to your team. Don't start doing stuff trying to be this and trying to be that. Go in there, do your job, fight who's in front of you. Because right now, if he loses and he gets hurt, do you know that the fate of boxing is at stake? Mr. Paul, you did it again. You did it again. You got people thinking that you're in danger. You have people thinking that this is a, this is, this will be the one. This will be the one where Jake, Jake Paul goes down wrong again. He knows what he's doing. I've been in the gym. I trust Rockmore. his team. And you gotta remember, your well is training them, Chris. He wouldn't do it unless he knows. On them. He wouldn't do it. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring a ding ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Unless he knows he has a really good chance of winning. Hey, hey, yo, while I was talking that stuff, you know how you all do. He got, he's the most when it comes to... I believe in your well. Come on, man. You know what's going to happen. And that is time. Round three comes to an end. All right, uh-huh. let me tally up my scores. I should I just yell them out to you guys? Round one. The original question is the fight against Robert Hellenius a good return fight for Wilder? I scored that 10 9 Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, the dramatics. <laughs> Who picked these judges? <laughs> for round number two, for Joe Joyce, who should be the next fight for Joe Joyce? I give that. 10-9 to Justin. I believe Andy Rees is mm-hmm. a better matchup. Yes, sir. Round number three. I don't like this. 10-9. That is the score. The question is, 
is the perfect fight for Jake Paul. Is this the perfect fight for Jake Paul or is he making a mistake? And is it too soon against Hasim Rahman? Did I say it right? Mm-hmm. That was too much. Rahman. Rahman? Yeah, you know, I'm putting too much emphasis. Rahman. All right. Well, 10-9, just. Yeah. You know, <laughs> once again, I come out on top. Because listen, man, look, you know what got her? You know what got now? When I said, would Jake Paul win the Golden Glove Novice? Right? I know Rock, Rock, Rock Mom win the Golden Glove Novice. I don't know if Jake Paul would at this point, man. There's no, no knock against the kid. I like him. Mm-hmm. I like what he, I, I actually don't like, I like the fight because, you know, you're all getting a bag. But I don't like the fight because it's like, dang, this guy's bringing a lot to boxing with these young kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, if he gets hurt, which he's going to get clipped, mm-hmm. like, is it over for us? I hope not. <laughs> like, like, can we get another, like, we need another great white hope. Like, we need another guy. Like, who's going to come <laughs> and save us? I don't think we need saving anymore. I feel like the attention is back on boxing. You know, like obviously, you know, he brought in a whole new crowd. He did. And, you know, boxing, it's a conversation, topic conversation again. It wasn't for a little while and now it is. But no, nobody's fighting anyone. I blame myself. Nobody's fighting anymore. I was was supposed to get this kid out of here. I left it in the hands of the judges. It's my fault. I believe, man, you guys are missing the bigger picture here, business aspect of it. One One of those individuals is making millions of dollars every fight mm-hmm. others not but august 6th we'll see yeah oh we'll see we're gonna we'll see. see you're gonna be shocked well are you willing to bet on it actually <laughs> a bigs bet uh-oh are you willing- bet. this guy this dude he this is the bet this is the wager right mm-hmm. justin if jake paul is victorious victorious that first week in august victorious okay <laughs> versus ragman jr right 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 I would request that you do one something that you hate, which is cryotherapy. He hates anything cold. But not only that, you have to sing Sweetie's Icy Girl while you're in cryotherapy for three minutes. Okay. Very uh, embarrassing. And I'm recording it and posting it. I have to learn I have to learn the lyrics to that. You know the lyrics, right? You don't don't pretend like you know the lyrics. He <laughs> will pretend you, like he doesn't you you know the lyrics. Sweetie, yeah, like, <laughs> I saw you with the happy meal. There's always some get naked stuff with this guy, but okay, you're gonna start seeing a pattern <laughs> on his bet. So like, yo, get naked, like what? Like, <laughs> but okay. So, so all right, I'm, well, guess what? I'm not gonna lose. I'm telling you, what, I know what we gonna do. I know what you're all gonna do. So we got it. We got ourselves a big bet. Did you guys watch the press conference? I watched it, and I like I liked his attitude. You watched it? I did. I did. Chris, you watched it? Yeah, yeah. I like Ragman's attitude. Man. So watching after it. watching that, you still feel the same way. <laughs> Yeah, I feel the same way. Chris was mm-hmm. probably at the. Chris is I not feel the same way. Is there any truth to um, them sparring while uh, Ram Rahman? God, damn. Rock Rock Rockman. Rockman. Rock, 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 <laughs> uh, it was he was sparring with one hand. Yeah, he only was able to use his jab. So. And that, I saw I saw Jake hit him with a right hand. He took it and just like walked forward. So it's mm-hmm. look, he's a big guy. He's bigger, yeah. It like yo, man. I'm telling you, bro. This he's on that like. That America, you know, that America juice. He's on that, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not really thinking straight, man. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand. Like, they think this boxing stuff is a game. You all told me. Like, he said, yo, man, like, you can play all these other sports. You can't play boxing. So you think after five fights, which all his opponents were picked very meticulously and carefully, mm-hmm. that this time they just, what, his team just all went insane at once? And now they're picking this big, strong heavyweight 
with a with a you know a lucrative amateur career. Yeah. And he's gonna go in there and he's gonna punish Jake Paul. What do you think? Now all of a sudden they just stop thinking when they're picking his fights. Yeah. I don't believe that. I think they're still thinking. I think they want you to think. You too. Now be big time to think that he's in so much danger. Say so you sell the fight and you okay. pick and you watch the fight at the edge of your seat, wondering is this going to be the moment? And it's not going to be the moment. Okay. See, see, you ever watch um, X Men: Days of Future Past? Oh, that is my movie. I love that movie. I'm Magneto <laughs> with the helmet on his head. I'm impervious to brainwashing. Don't ever disrespect me like that. Say they want me to think this. You can't make me think nothing. <laughs> you can't trick me. See, see, they playing Jake. They're not playing me. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get into what's going on on the internet, well, the I'm, wicked I'm, web. Okay. So we have not too long ago, Floyd Mayweather had set out a challenge on Twitter to Conor McGregor mm-hmm. for a potential second bout. Conor McGregor soon tweeted back that he accepted the challenge. How do you see this fight playing out? And is it a good idea for Floyd to give him a rematch? This is just conversation. This is not toe to toe. So I want to hear your thoughts. What do I think about that? Well, big time feels like. Floyd, get your money. Yeah. Get your money, get your money, get your money. Kind of is not focused. You know, kind of get your money too, man. You know what I mean? Kind of selling the proper 12. Or just, you know, going crazy off the shelves. Floyd looked good in his last exhibition. You seen that joint? We fought uh the Don Moore guy and uh I saw highlights. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was it was dope. Like Floyd yeah. Floyd looked good, he looked sharp. Was actually, I think he's in better shape than he was when he fought Connor the first time. And I feel like he doesn't have to carry Connor this time so much. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see that fight. I like Conor McGregor. I'm not excited, but I just, I'm just, I'm, not- I'm excited to see it. I want to see Floyd fight McGregor again. I had a great time watching it the first time. Mm-hmm. Conor McGregor is, and, and Floyd Mayweather were some of the best fight buildups I've ever seen for Voltron. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot about it that. It was incredible. Yeah. The buildup was amazing. They yeah. went, they went on the world tour. Drake was and there. That was the first of the big, cele- like the, the, the celebrities. Just, the yes. the celebrities. That was it. And you know, back in the day, Ali used to fight sumo, a sumo wrestler, mm-hmm. and other different. You saying Floyd started that? Uh, other different types no, of no, spectacles. No, no, I mean like for this, like generate, like for on this level, this level. Floyd is a soldier boy, like <laughs> of, like starting a prize like, fighter. He did everything first, right? I'm excited for it. It's gonna Jeez. be, it's gonna be great. Uh, it's probably gonna be even bigger than the first time they fought. Man, like I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Some of the yeah. best talkers in the in in combat sports yeah. going at it head oh, to that's head. That's gonna be really. Good. And then there's always the racial tension too. I want to see Jake oh, yeah. fight. I wanna racial see, tension makes. I want to see Jake fight. Um, I want to see. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Jake fight Conor McGregor. Nope. Did they? Yes, I do want to see didn't that. They, was that a conversation at some point? It was, right? You know what? It was Jake's been con- trying to fight him for a long he, time. Jake's been trying to fight. But you know, Jake the other day posted uh, Conor McGregor in a bed with another woman. Like, yo, you know, like, you know, Conor's married. So that was, that's something for the Wicked Wide Web. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I don't like that type of stuff. They'll you get involved what? in people's. I don't like that type, that sort of thing there. You know, I had like, a friend. Is it ever too low? 
Yeah, I've been really mad. I've been mad. It's it's been a couple guys in my life that really grinded my gears, right? You know, I never thought of doing. No. What? I never thought of telling a girl that they cheated on them. Like, I never was that diabolical. I, a guy could, I'm telling you, a dude could, like, you know, rob me. I would never yeah. think of that. You know, like. I'm not going to lie. Even as, like, a woman, there's a certain level of petty that's just so unattractive. We don't like petty men. We don't like sassy men. And th- that falls under that category. Absolutely. You're too petty. Jake petty is, LaBelle. <laughs> Jake is evil, right? Like, that's cr- Like, that's one thing I would never think. And, and you think. They're both fighters, so why not just fight each other? If you see him and don't like him, mm-hmm. I don't advocate for, for for criminal violence, but wouldn't it make more sense to well, like try to fight him instead of trying to ruin his life from the inside out? Yeah, right. He's you know you that, that wrecking deep. homes. Why yeah. would he? He's the big. Technically, he wrecked his own home. Just saying. Uh, At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Oh, here we go. Technically, you did it to yourself. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> hey, man. Somebody telling me like that, me and my girl, got you got to stick together. Don't let this guy break <laughs> us up. Because <laughs> that's the thing, too. Because if they really break up, it's like... Jake did that. Jake did that. Yeah. He ruined us. No. I would look my, they, I would, they together. I would look my wife right in the eyes and tell her, don't let him tear we got apart. <laughs> He's jealous of us being jealous. Yeah, and yeah. Clearly, the biggest podcast is extremely toxic because there's no way that is acceptable. <laughs> you break up a year from now. Don't leave me now. Like, we, this guy, this kid, this kid can't break us up. Come on, you know. All right. So while we're on the topic of heavyweights, I need a fighter breakdown. What are your overall ratings and breakdown for Hasim Rockman and for Jake Paul? Chris, I want to hear yours. Well, listen, this is easy. Um, both of them are are respectable respectable fighters at this point. But honestly, the, the, their performances leave a lot to be desired. And both of them, I'd rate Jake Paul 74 overall, around average fighter uh, level. He doesn't do anything exceptionally great to me. Um... Outside of knocking people out, because that is that is not easy. Uh, it's just you know we we know they haven't been real legitimate fighters as of yet. One but, punch. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I'll tell you this though: if he does go in there and knock out Hasim Rockman, I have to boost that up a, a few points at least for uh, Rockman Junior. I'm going to give him around. I think it, I think an eighty is good. He's very athletic, uh, very strong punch. Good ring generalship, a pretty good defense. I think his stamina may be his biggest flaw, honestly, because he does know how to fight. Um, but yeah, I think Jake Paul, 74, Rockman Jr., 80. Okay, all right. I kind of like that. Justin, what do you think? Well, when I look at it, uh, Jake Paul, 
I like the ring general shit. He moves around the ring really well. And I looked at him when he fought uh, Tyron Woodley. And he was able to sustain it for a good amount of time. Uh, he doesn't yet have combination punching. Right? Uh, he seems to have a pretty good jab. Uh, a good sense of distance. Of where to be. And he has you know, real power in that right hand. Anybody that can knock out a grown man like that with one punch. Some people never are going to knock somebody out with one punch. So he's a little bit above average to me, which is, look, look, man, which is great. There's a lot of room for growth. And I want everyone to know, when I do these fighter breakdowns, it's just where I believe you are now from what we have seen, right? I'm going to give Jake a 77. And that's really good for someone that's been boxing for for only four years. Now I'm going to talk about uh, Rock. Rock fought for a world title against... Uh, Kenzie Morris, the son of Tommy Morrison, who had 20 uh, victories and no losses. Uh, Rockman only had 12 fights. He did very well. He was winning the fight handily at first until he got caught with the right hand and then uppercut. And he actually was on his feet. I believe that stamina may have played a part. I, and a lot of writers believe that the fight may have been stopped early. 12 fights at heavyweight. Heavyweights, you know, they, they, they age a lot slower. He's only 31 years old. Uh, I like, I like the ring general ship. He's a switch hitter. Uh, had a pretty good, you know, a good ring IQ. I'm going to give him 85. Okay. Chris made a face. How do you feel about that, Chris? 85? Yeah, he fought for a world title. Yeah. So if you fight for a world title, you're automatically 85. He was winning. Until. They got caught. They stopped the fight too early, though. <laughs> According to some writers. <laughs> well, listen, I respect any fighter that gets in the ring. Yeah. I'm just questioning the 85 because, like, that's five points away from a 90. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Big Wolf, want to fight about it? He's showing you that much talent, 85. I watched the fight with Kenzie, and I actually said, "Yo, this guy got some good, some good moves." You know I what watched, I'm saying? I watched the fight too. Well, you know, that's your rating. Yeah, and I'm glad it's not mine because it sounds ridiculous. But, uh-huh. mm-hmm. well, what's the know. standard that we're looking at? Like, who would you give a ninety to? Heavyweights are trash. Oh man. Oh wow. And <laughs> that just came out. That came out wrong. <laughs> the oh, heavyweight man. division hasn't the been what it's been. The heavyweight division uh-huh. usually they just like they're just big guys that mm-hmm. don't have much talent. Aside from... As of recent years, though. As of recent years. It's not like the Vander Holyfield who signed me. It's not like Mike Tyson. You know, Deontay Wilder could fight. Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury, a good fighter. AJ could fight. But it's like... you know, There's only a handful of really, handful really good... Of guys that can even fight. So, so basically, who, is a ni- who would a 90 be at heavyweight to gauge... Or like who's higher up that so that way we can get a standard if that makes sense. Ninety five, Fury. Mm-hmm. Ninety five, Deontay, Wilder. Right, just is that that ungodly right hand. Uh, I would give Du Bois a ninety. That could is is good. I would give um, Parker, Joseph Parker, a eighty eight. I would give Andy Ruiz a 90. I mean, you know. And you think that Jake Paul is five points away from Andy Ruiz? 
Nah, I gave Jake a seventy-seven, and I gave eighty uh, eighty-five to um. Oh, I'm sorry, to Rockman. Rockman, sorry. Sorry. yeah, I misspoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About uh, five steps under, under. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do, what do you rank, Louis Ortiz? Louis, uh, Louis Ortiz, King Kong, <laughs> King Kong, like a man. That boy like a ninety-one. That boy is pretty good. All right, thanks. I appreciate you clarifying that. Skilled, yeah, yeah. What did I say wrong? Why are you guys looking at me? I like think that? you're wrong, but it's fine. I just wanted to get insight into you, um, why you said it. Yeah, but I always think you're wrong. That's nothing new. I'm never wrong. I'm always right. And it, we're going to prove this when we get this win. Big's best. You're going to be so mad. He's going to be so hot when we go out there and get this win. You guys are extremely entertaining to listen to. Well, thank you. No. Glad to glad glad you're here. With I appreciate us. the compliment. I know I'm carrying this show right now. Thank you. Does your back hurt? Uh, bad. I sh- uh, like I got this video I was gonna put out of me in the hospital, but I didn't do it because Jake because <laughs> Jake did it. <laughs> well, I think we're gonna move on to our next segment. Um, Justin, would you like to introduce this one? Oh yeah, guys! This is the hit my line segment. We are moving on. It's a segment where we have some incredible people from the culture: boxers, coaches, ring car girls, just anybody who really loves. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's, the sport that's gonna call up and. Hit us up. And today we have a very, very special guest. This is the way to set it off, man. We have a three-time world champion. And while we're on the topic of the heavyweight division, he trains the heavyweight that we were speaking about, Hasim Rockman. He is the only trainer to have ever trained two undisputed world champions. I mean, this is amazing, guys. You guys are going to be hearing from a legend. Yoel Judah. Oh, and did I mention he's also me and Chris's trainer as well? So let's get it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, Yoel, what's up, man? Justin, what's going on? Uh, how you feeling? How you feeling? It's, it's Justin, Chris, Chris here. Yes, sir. What's up, Chris, what's up? Uh, All right. Yeah, we're good, man. We're good, man. We you know we're we're in the presence of greatness. You know. All right. <laughs> so we we had to call the only uh, two time, the only trainer to train two undisputed champions ever. You know. Right. You right. Mean? You got it, baby. Right. Yeah, you made you made you made history uh, last month, man. So we just want to talk about that a bit and just you know ask you a few questions, man. All right, that's what's good. That's uh, all right. Absolutely, we had to pay homage to you. Well, we'll let everybody know that's uh, listening in that you're also our trainers, as well as you, you've trained Zab Judah, Shannon Briggs, uh, and Devin Haney. So, uh, and now you, you're training Rockman Junior for the upcoming Jake Paul fight, right? Yes. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So I gotta I'm gonna start off asking you a question, Yoel. So when did you start actually training Devin Haney, uh the current undisputed lightweight champion in the world? When did you when did you first start training them? I started training Devin back in you wanna say during the two thousand uh eight. Wow. Nine, around 
Yeah. That's Back then. Like, he, was, he, was, he, he was, well, anyway, I had Devin. was like eight, nine years old when I was training. Wow. His father, me and his father is not the real good. His father is Bill, Bill Haney. And his father, you know, something that had a little potential, but his father wanted to, you know, get him a place to train. So his father wanted me to go out and find a gym. Matter of fact, I was living in Las Vegas. I was living in Las Vegas at the time. I moved from New York, went to Las Vegas. I wanted I want to do promotions there, boxing promotions, and I wanted to do a lot of other stuff. But I wanted to build, get, build in Devin a gym called a Hip Factory. I mean, I found the gym. I put it together, built, but his father, you know, he, he put the money up, but I put the whole thing together. And now, to this day, it's still up, and it, it's a success. And, I, and that's where I trained Devin at, right there. Started. Until he was like 8, 9, 10, 11. So Devin was like uh, 12 or 13 when I left. Yeah, when I left Vegas, and then he went with, I think he went with Floyd, Big Floyd. Yeah. That's amazing. He's um, And that's almost 14, 15 years ago. You guys were running strong yeah. for a long time. And um, Zab right. is his godfather as well, right? Your son Zab. Yeah, Zab is his godfather, right. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. So after he beat uh, Cambosis in Australia, took all the bells home, uh, what what do you think is the next move for uh, the, your team, Team Haney? Uh, well, I, I got the word officially, which I'm going back out there next week. But, but I heard that we fight October 15th. Back in Australia, we're going to give him. A, we're going to get him. You know, he's going to defend the title again against Cambosa. Wow, that's a, a rematch. The rematch, right? I mean, a lot of people think that's not a good move, or you know, whatever. Devin feels very confident that he can go beat him again, and uh, I think he can do it again too. And they, you know, and, he, and he's getting uh, a pretty good paycheck for this fight. Yeah. Wow. So, what should we expect as as as, as his fans? What should we expect? The same treatment. Of uh, Cambosis, or is there anything different in the in the game plan? Of course, I don't want you to give too much up. No, nah, you know it, the second fight always different. You know it ain't gonna be the same as like right. the first fight. Cambosis, Cambosis is gonna be a little more uh, aggressive. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, you know, he, he look. He don't want to lose in front of Australians again, his people again. He's not trying to do that at all. Right. So he's gonna be well for every minute in that fight. He's gonna be on Devin's ass. I just think. Skills is what's going to take over again. He don't have the skills that Devin got. Right, you know what absolutely. I mean? Devin, right, that's what's going to win the fight again. But Devin got good hand speed, good movement, good defense, good legs. And uh, I think Devin, you know, edges, edges out another, uh, you know, decision. You know, I, I don't see Devin really stopping him. If he hit him with a good shot and hurt him, but I don't, I don't, I don't really see But I see him, you know, beat him again, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then, yeah. Yeah, yo, I totally, I totally agree with you on that, man. I think, I think it's another decision victory. I just think that Cambosis doesn't have the tools uh, to be able to beat Devin. I think he's just too smooth, too big uh, for Cambosis. And it's a great fight. I, I like it. It's a great move for you guys to, to do the rematch. Yeah. It's, it's, then I got well, well, I'm on, well, while I'm out in Vegas, I'm gonna be training Hasin Rock Rockman Jr. And uh, I'm, I'll be out there uh, like another couple of days. Yeah, and I'll be training him. Getting ready for Jake Paul, so man, that's that's man, that's an amazing fight, man. I, I like I like uh, I wanted to get into the uh, Rockman Junior fight as well, man. How is he feeling? How is he going into this fight? And what's the uh, what do you, what have you been telling him? Because this is kind of like a, a world championship fight. It has that type of atmosphere? No belt is up, but this is like the big time, you know, big stage for sure. Yeah, 
Well, you know what? It's, it's, so, it's so big because he's fighting a big YouTube guy. The guy got millions and millions of followers, J4. Yeah. And he's been successful beating 30 guys in the ring already. You know, like a couple of fighters from the street. And then Tyrone Woodley, MMA fighter, which was, 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 was a three-time world MMA, he was the world champion. And then last fight, he knocked him out. So he's really hyped. But now, so he has to, has to made him two things. He knocked Woodley out, which made him want to fight Rock. But most of, most of all, you're looking at Rock's last fight. Rock got knocked out in his last fight. So you're looking at that, and he's going, oh, you know what? I can beat this guy. You know, the guy, you know, he don't train right. The guy gets tired. You know, you know, and he can't take a punch. So that's what made Jake take this fight. But little do he know, oh, this is Rock. This is Rock. Rock, Rock is really poor. Rock is training like a madman. He, he's going he's gonna to see a different Rock. And I've seen Rock being successful that night, winning the fight. Definitely. I don't... I don't know if he won by the, by, by the stoppage, but he's he going to win. You know, he won by the city, but he's going to beat Jake Paul. He's going to beat him. Yeah, I, I've seen Rock in the gym. He has some serious power, man. So if he starts hitting hitting uh, Jake Paul, Jake Paul doesn't have the experience to me, to me to know what to do, to know how to hold and get out of being hurt. I think that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's levels to it, man. Like, you know, I remember we went into a fight, you and I, and we fought this guy, Norberto. Gonzalez, right? And he had thirty. Right. He had thirty-four fights. I had five, and that and that and that experience level, we beat him. But it was it was it was it got a little difficult just because of that experience. And now Jake, I remember that. I remember that. I remember. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. so so you're not going to just mow through everybody with that type of experience. They're not going to get hit with those same shots that maybe Tyrone Woodley would get hit with. Rock has been yeah, exactly. in boxing forever, so I, I favor Rock in this fight. And especially with you, with yeah. you in this corner, man. Yeah, I'm pushing him. Man, man, his father, like his father, Big Rock is on him too. But his father knows the reason why Big Rock sent Little Rock to New York to train with me. Because he know, you know, he, he he didn't want nobody, nobody in Vegas to deal with Rock. He when he sent him to me because I know how to deal with Rock. I know how to, you know, talk to him and get him to move. A lot of guys can't motivate Rock. I can motivate. Him. That's why he comes to New York and he trained here. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. So that's you know that's the whole big thing. Father sent him to me for the last what two years, two, two and a half years. He sends he sends to me all the time. You right. t- you're talking about um, Rockman Senior who knocked out Lennox Lewis, heavyweight champion. Yes, yes. This is reminiscent of that to me, man. This feels like when when Rockman Senior knocked out Len- knocked out Lennox Lewis, man. It's kind of giving me that kind of energy. He was a big underdog, and now I'm I'm feeling like man, you guys. I think Rock Jr. going to do it again, man. Like it's it's it maybe it may run in the family. I think that he might do it again. I think yeah, I think basically uh, he will do it again. I think he will do it again. Uh, I mean, yo, like I said, even if he don't knock him out, he beats him. Right, right, right. You know, it's a huge, it's a huge, huge win. Sitting Jake Paul on his ass, just a loss or knockout or just a decision. Jake feel right now he's unbeatable. You can't touch him. I'm a YouTube king. I got a good right hand. I'm in shape. You know what I mean? And uh, I got everything else going for me. You know, I, got, I got crazy endorsements. I got millions. They got everything on this side. It's my promotions. It's my camera crew. And, right. You know, I'm Showtime. I'm the Showtime dude. So Rock knocking them off right now. Wow. Takes yeah. a lot of stuff to say. And it sets up, a, sets up a big, huge rematch. That's a huge upset. That'll be a does, huge man. upset. Right. You know? The garden is so it's in the big garden, so and the garden is going to be sold out. That for that fight, that's crazy. It's going to be yo, 
That's gonna be but it's gonna be sold out for that fight. So, I can't wait. You know we're gonna be there. It's it's gonna yes, it's, it's gonna be like uh it's gonna be kind of hectic over there, man. Like when y'all fought uh Zab fought Miguel Cotto. It's gonna Miguel be Cotto. <laughs> <laughs> you always you always yeah. have you always have these monumental fights, man. You always are part of the biggest, you know, with the the Devin in Australia, Zab and Miguel Cotto, and now this, man. These are some of the biggest events that you've seen to always be in, in the center of it, man. Yeah, you know, you know what? I just thank God that I really know my trade. Yeah, I mean, I'm the kind of and I can look at a fighter and I don't need you to box now. I just watch and watch you throw your hands or shallow box. And I can mm-hmm. say, this is how good you are. You know what I'm saying? Or what, you, or what you need. And God bless me with that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like a lot of things, oh, you got to hit the bag, oh, you got to spoil. And I go, no, no. You was a shallow box to me. And I'm, I tell you, this is where you at. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Uh, God bless me. God bless me with that. My main thing is, like I tell you, I tell Aida, God bless, and I tell Chris. Mm-hmm. Defense, you know me. I mean your pops, me and your pops, your pops. Come on, come on, man. Come on. Yep. Derek, Derek, me and Derek is running around me, setting, running around, did a lot of stuff. But Derek know my one of my MOs was defense. Derek, listen, man, we ain't taking no shots. And your other brother Raymond, you know how slick he was. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's what Raymond's like. Raymond was slick as hell. He was hard to hit Raymond. Hard to hit that mother right there. <laughs> and then and you, and me, me and you, it's hard well, same thing with you. You know, you gotta you hard to hit, you know, you one thing about you, your motivation is very good. Your combinations is good. You're always in great shape, and you can punch. And you are very hard to hit. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. I mean, I see you one day, you know, being champ, you know, being also being taking one of the belts. WBC, IBF. And I always look at you, Justin, like I told your mother, you're going to take multiple belts because you just got talented. That's what I, I keep saying. You know what I'm saying? You got you talented. You know what I mean? Well, I don't see you winning one belt. I see you like taking an undisputed or or, win, or being unified. You know what I'm saying? Because you got some kind of skills, bro. Trust me. I mean, I wouldn't say it if it was because you know, because you know, it's like you know, we close. I'm telling you because it's true. Uh, absolutely, we got to make you a. Uh, uh, you got to have three fighters that want undisputed. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. That's what it is. But you, you know, I got, God bless you. When you get yourself right, you come back to the gym. You come back to the ring. I think you're going to be a assassin, but I think you're going to take off and boom, you're going to, you're going to put your career where it's supposed to be. And you're going to make, you want to make your millions like you're supposed to. Because they're waiting, waiting for you. All that's waiting for you. Just waiting. Absolutely. And you got to go, you got to, it's like a, like you got to go claim it. That's it. You got to claim it. That's I, I, it. Absolutely. You, you absolutely. I want to, I want to ask you this too. You know, like since you have, you have that eye, man. At what moment did you know it was time for Zab to turn professional? Like when did you really, really know? If it was maybe a when spark. he beat up, he oh. was he was sixteen years old. He just beat up Kevin Kelly. He just beat up Junior Jones, mm-hmm. and he just beat up uh, the dude from Detroit, the other lightweight. Uh, damn, I forgot his name. He was, he was world champion. All of us world champion. And that was that that be all. I mean, he he ran to him. I mean, Junior Jones. He, he you know he kind of his life kind of went out. You know, Kevin Kelly. He just just you know just did what he wanted to do with him. Wow. And the other kids. From Detroit, but that was he was he was he was WBA champ of the world. But that's what I knew. And he was sixteen, and he just won his third Golden Glove, his second Golden Glove. That, but that's wow. when I knew uh, it's time it's time to turn this kid. You know, we got to go. And then he went on that course with the uh, alternate with the Olympics with Floyd and all them Floyd Zaire, Antonio Tyler, all of them. And uh, I, I think they you know it was it was about to turn him pro before he did, to go with, with the Olympic team. But I said, no, no what? Let him go to the Olympic team. 
So after that, we're going to see. After that, he was here. He was seasoned. And after, after the Olympics, we turned him pro. That was it. Wow, man. That's that, that that's amazing. At 16 years old, you know, sparring Kevin Kelly and Junior Jones and getting the best of those guys. Those are legendary fighters right there. So, yeah, that that was yeah. the, that was the moment where you, where you knew. And at this point, it's yeah. It's amazing, you all, because he's the, you know, he has a six-time world champion. No one in New York has done that, and then he's undisputed, and even even the greats haven't haven't done that. You, we have the Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford, and the winner of that will be undisputed, but that was, um, what what year was that you guys became undisputed was that? You know what? I, I, couldn't, I, 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 I couldn't even figure it out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't even figure it out right now, but I know it was it somewhere in the early nineties. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know when we fought when we fought uh, Spinks in St. Louis. I don't. I, I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I can't really put that together right now. Uh, I, I think it was yeah, too- I know we lost. Yeah, we uh, we have we have one understood uh, from Spinks, and then uh, we fought. Who we fought before that? Was it, I don't know. I can't. I can't really say right now. But you know, it's just that yo. You know, everything comes in time, and it be so far. It be, it, and you know what? Today, like today, time is moving so fast, man. Like, yeah. you, like you know, it's time. You know, it's like you know, you got to tap. Like you got a fight coming up before you know it. Boom! The fight looking right in the face. The like yo, so, time to fight. You know, so I don't. You know, that was, like, when that I, was 2005. That's 2005. Yeah, yeah. Okay. February 5th. February 5th, 2005. You guys. Yeah. You got there you go. Wow. UBC, WBA, and the IBF. You grabbed all three of them, right? You know what I mean. And uh, you know, I and I knew like 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 Justin, like it's stupid my whole life career that I go into fight knowing that I'm going to win. And this is a god honest truth. One is always that when he trained, you no, know, when he trained, when he trained, I knew he trained, he listened. I knew you wasn't going to beat him. Mm-hmm. And the other one was you. The other guy was you. <laughs> Big time. I'm telling you, I had. I had, I had, uh, I had, uh, like you said, Briggs, Shannon Biggs. I had Jamil McClyde. I had, I, I worked with, I worked with, you know, like Holyfield. I worked with Whitaker. Wow. Uh, Mallorca. Uh, and Uma. I mean, I did, I did, I was your name, but yo, I never went into the fight thinking that it was always like a question mark. You and Zab was always, I knew, once you were in shape, you're not beating me. We never lost. You know, nope. I only lost, and I only lost to Zab when Zab dissipated. Zab was, you know, Zab was a rapper that week, or he was in the clubs, or, you know, he's doing some other stuff besides really sticking to the program. But when Zab stuck to the program, like he did with Spinks, yeah. you see, you couldn't get You know what I mean? He had that same mentality when he fought Cotto, but Cotto started off, you know, with them low blows from, out, from round one, and that's what took a lot of it. He, he started hitting Cotto. Cotto, Cotto admitted when it, in, the, in the little conference him and Zab had, that he hit Zab low on purpose because Zab had him hurt. He said, yo, he hurt me. Another punch, he probably would have stopped me. So I had to do something to get him off me. And, you know, he went low like two or three times in that fight. Yeah. And, you know, I took a lot out of Zab. That's why, in, in, like, the 11th round, I jumped in and stopped it because, yo, in a you we taking no more punishment because, you know, mm-hmm. he's the edge. You know, we not. But, you know, you, you guys, you can live, you can fight, you can live, you live to fight another day. That's all. Right, right. That was right. Zab's perfect, you know, you, you, perfect uppercut. Is what caused Miguel oh, yeah. Cotto to trademark. Yeah, trademark. trademark. He still got that mark today. He yeah. got that mark today. Trademark. <laughs> it's like, just like uh, uh, Vargas uh, from Philly. What's his name? Philly uh, Daniel. What is it? Uh, uh, he fought Vargas in the, in the Barbie Center. Danny, Danny Garcia. Danny, Danny Garcia. He got yeah. a he got a 
little a little mark in, in the middle of his forehead from that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, so from the head, but so so you know, Zab left his mark, man. But you know, it's all good, man. We we we, we gave this, we gave Showtime HBO some really great fights, Absolutely. and we you know we didn't. And God bless me because to this day, I'm doing, I'm still doing good. You know what I mean? God bless me. You know, I got I got I got my third house. Uh, Zab got his house out there in Cali. Well, I mean, you know, for somebody to leave a, a, a city like Brooklyn. Brownsville, and then go across the across the country and to California, and open a gym up and be, and get you know and, and just start doing good and making money, giving shows. You know, you got to be like have some clout. That that's why I'm really proud of him because he's really doing good, man. You know, to go to another like another whole state and let you know, nobody know you. Well, they know him, you know, but you know, just go just, yeah. just it's hard open the doors, but that is you open the doors up. Y'all just and he's rolling. You been out there? You seen it? I bet. Yeah, y'all did yeah. so well in your career, man. Like a lot of fight. There's world champions from Brooklyn that nobody knows. But when I'm out there with Zab in LA, man, it's like everybody's stopping them. Pictures. I've been to the event. The CCB event was amazing. I seen Shaq. I seen um uh people uh, all the people from the Black Ink Crew. Uh, right. MTV celebrities, Jada Kiss was there. I mean, Zab brings out everybody, man. He got this new thing with that celebrity boxing stuff. That is yeah. just it's yeah. it's electric. It's it's like being at a, 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 a it's better than being at a title fight. It's crazy. It's it's amazing. It's right. amazing atmosphere. He got he got something with that, man. Yeah, he got his own little, his own little show. He got you know, <laughs> but uh, I told him, you know I told him to keep it up, keep rolling. That's just the way he do it, you know. So later, somebody will step in and help you out or buy the, buy the bus, buy a part of it or something, and you just keep rolling. That's it. You know? That's any day yeah. now. That's any day now. I see I, I see that happening, man. That is any any day now. I wanted to ask you, too, you all, before you go, man. How many... Uh, I mean, we counted this one day in the gym, man. You said you trained something like over 13 world champions. Yeah, we're somewhere around here. Maybe 14, 13, 14. <laughs> what yeah. it? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I mean, I trained them, but I actually went to the to win the belt with about eight of them. Maybe I won eight world titles. Maybe I'm looking somewhere, maybe eight, maybe nine. I won the world title. I trained though a bunch of world champions, maybe fourteen, fifteen. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, jeez, that's that's. You know, and I, this guy has got to go back. I'm thinking I'm going back to Larry Donald and Curry Sabalaba, all the guys I trained back then in the. Uh, even guys passed up. I was in, I was in the gym with, you know what I'm saying. I mean, like, yeah. I really work with them, and so you know. Uh, but you know, I mean, God been good, man. You know, and this is this. I love this sport, you know, and uh, I'm not never gonna leave this sport, you know. And so I can be like, well, you know, God bless me. God blesses me with, you know, with health. That's what I'm. You know, I, I got a birthday coming up, like, in you know, like, couple of days. Yeah. But you know, I just thank, I just thank God that I'm blessed to be to make them to see another day, to see another year. And my health is good because I, you know, I work real hard to keep myself up, and uh, that's you know that's one thing I do, man. Keep myself in shape. If I know my body's in shape, my mind's in shape. God bless me. You know what I mean? I don't really about worry about nothing. Else. Everything else we can deal with. When you got your mind right and your, your, your physical composition, you can deal with everything else. You, yeah. can, you can deal with it. You know, and that's what I. When I say my little prayers, that's what I pray. Yeah. And it, and it shows, man. I saw I saw your last your last fight about a, a year and some change ago, man. You got busy, you got busy, and I, I, I you like you you always talked about it, man. But you went in there, you let your hands go. All the moves that he told me, you guys, he did it. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> he did it out there in Mexico. I said, whoa, this is a oh, bad Mexico. dude. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's a bad... Yeah, let me go with something else. And, uh, you know what I mean? I mean, I have... Yo, you don't even know, bro. I, was, I got tempted in Colombia. Again. Again? I, <laughs> Columbia, I, got, I got tempted again, you know what I mean? But, I, you know, I, I'm older now. And if I just say... I, you know, I tell the doctor, say, look, you can't get punched no more, you know, here and there. Because, yo, if you do, you know, you know, you know you're going to... Certain things will really affect you. You won't, you're, yeah. not, you're not going to like it. So, that's the only reason why I slow down, man. You know, other than that, if I didn't have that, trust me. But you I'll made you that made that history. Idea. You made history again, man. At your age, getting there in Mexico and winning and winning an exhibition. Uh, Ellie Segback right. posted on uh, YouTube, so it's just still getting, up there, I man. Mean, getting, you know, it takes a lot of hard just getting in there at my age because it was you know I was, I was in my late sixties and I'm fighting. Like, what the hell, wrong with you? Like, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. But yo, you know me, you know me. I don't. It's like a, it's like a walk in the park, grand soul. I mean, I, this is what I do. I, what I, don't, do. Like, I don't even think about it. Yeah, you know, I don't even think about it. You know what I mean? So, hey, listen. I, I just thank God that like I said I still got some kind of attributes and I can still function and perform like I do from the wall of the grace of God. Man, you so you you're so right about that, man. You're so right about that, man. And you definitely went out there. You you proved it, man. And I'm just looking forward to these fights coming up. Uh, to this this historical event on August 6th, man. Um, and uh, we definitely want to speak to you after after everything, you know. So Most you- definitely, man. Like I said, I'm gonna be out there with Rock man, in a couple of days. I'll be out there with Rock, you know. And I, uh, you know, you know, I'm a Boy, he know the Tasmanian devil's coming. He goes, Rod, no, I do not. <laughs> he know I do not play. He seen me, he go, oh, man, right. I don't stop. He try to quit, but he can't. You know, you can't quit on me. You know, anybody trained me, no, you can't quit on me. <laughs> nah, absolutely. Yo, listen, yeah. they, they don't, your pad, yeah. you're, the be, you're the best pad man in the world, man. Were you doing them pads? Like, listen, a round of pads yeah. with, 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 with your world, Judah, is like three rounds, <laughs> three rounds than any other trainer. I don't know what yeah. what you be doing, but it's just like yeah. <laughs> everybody. I mean, like everybody in last, like even the last up to last week, I padded. Some good guys. They all said, "Yo, I don't know, you got me." They said, "Yo, I never get tired with no pad guy." I said, "You, I was about to drop on my face." Everybody said that. <laughs> I said, "Yo," they said, "I don't know what it is." I said, "Yo, listen." And the thing about it, you see me, I don't get tired. You don't. I, 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 don't, I don't get tired. You don't get tired. But and you, you think I'm gonna get tired? Forget about it. But uh, you know, I like that though. You know what I mean? I like to push that. I like to bring out today, bring their limp, bring it out. Listen, let's go. You know, Justin. You know, listen, man. That's why you guys are good, man. You know what I mean? Uh, Chris is the same way. Chris is a, gonna be a hell of a fighter. I, I like you, Chris. And Chris, you know, really go come this time. And I guess you know when you and him take off, you gonna, gonna go back to where we got to go back, Mexico, Colombia. Or we know I got another fight here, a local fight in Boston, September twenty fourth. Nice. So my, my cousin, my cousin is doing. I can put it wherever I want on the card. But it's gonna be your call. You you know how y'all want to do it, and was there was there what you do it? I'm 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 with it. Let's go. You know what I mean? You you know let's, let's do it. Let's go. You know what I mean? You got a game trainer, you know, and uh, got it. No, I'm just blessed that I was trained proper. Put it that way by legendary trainers. I had legendary trainers. Yeah, and they and they, and they trained me good. You know, uh, it, you know, and forget about it. You know, going back to that side with George Washington, Addison Jones. And, mm-hmm. and uh, and, and uh, Ali Syndrome and uh, Willie Dockery. Willie Dockery was home. He 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 trained Georgie Benton. Wow. And uh, it, 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 I worked with Georgie Benton. And 
They went back with Kid Gabaland, all that kind of stuff. I had trained that year. Besides, Emmanuel Stewart, Emma Griffin, uh, you know, I was around Duva. You know what I mean? Be- I mean, yo, man, it's Georgie Benton, all of us. I-, I just learned, man. I just learned. That's all at the, at, the, at the Best Star Boxing Club, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. being in camp. We started you know, there, too. Yeah, you know my best side. Best side, mm-hmm. you know, best side, yep. you know, it is, it, was, it is what it is, man. You best side, do or die. You know what I mean? You had to really do. You can, can't play around, bro. One thing I told a guy, man, I said, as I told Jake, I told Jake on the, in, the, in the concert, I told his brother, really, that you guys were good. I was watching you on YouTube and all. I said, one thing, Jake, let me tell you something. I told his brother, I said, you can play golf, you can play basketball, you can play football. But let me just tell you something. You can't play boxing. Mm. <laughs> you got a now you in you in you in with a real fighter. He's yeah. a pro. Mm-hmm. He's on your weight, but he's a real fighter. And yo, you're gonna see the difference now when it comes August the sixth. And, and brother didn't say nothing. Brother was nod his head like, oh, yeah, okay. And that was it. I'm gonna let you know. This is a real. This, you, 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 you picked the real fighter now. It's, it's open now. Yeah, we're gonna see. He's in there. You gonna have a right. You gonna have one that's gonna be in shape and that can punch like a dog. So. Yeah, we he can hit like a horse. One thing about Rockman, hit like a horse. He hit like a horse. I can't say it no better. You're right. Anybody know him, that boy can hit. God yeah. damn, he can hit. Yep. So just that, we don't, we don't have him hitting in combination. He's going to be throwing, throwing combinations. Yep. It's over. Yep. He's going to be hitting in combinations. And with, and with a strategist like you, I think that maybe that's one of your most underrated qualities, man. I remember a lot of times me and sparring or me in a fight, um, you know, I'd be doing good, close to dominating, and you tell me, yo, throw this combination – and as soon as I throw it, the guy goes down. As soon as I throw it, I hurt the guy. So you you uh, being there for Rockman like that against Jake Paul, I think that'll be a really good advantage y'all, you guys have. Yeah, well, before Bill Haney got into Australia, he came the day before. I was working with Devin like damn it, every day, just me and him. Uh, at the last part of the camp, by, by, just me and him by myself. And I really saw Devin really at the last six days how to beat Kambosa. This is how you beat him, Devin. You beat him. Well, Devin already knew he was in shape, but he wanted to put the seal, the stamp of seal on the stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. And we was in the gym, just me and him. And I showed him, I said, yo, just, 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 just um, easy, pussy. but you got to stay focused and keep that jab in his face. If you ain't jabbing, you fainting. And then you never hit the rope. You do, you spin off, keep the fight in the middle ring, and yeah. you can't apart. And, and he missed it. And you see what happened. That's what he did. And that's what you what happened. You know what I mean? And that's what she so, said. You know, this fight, this second fight, I'm gonna sit Devin down a little bit more on his right hand. I want him. I know. I want him when he throws the right hand. I want to be confident though that he hit Gambosa, he can stop him. Right. You right. Know what I mean, and we're gonna be work, we're gonna working with that. But he 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 left, last time I saw some stuff. He really liked. He's like, oh, I will, yeah. But I'm gonna really put in his head now. This is what we're gonna do, Gambosa. Gambosa gonna try. To, I know he's gonna in there now. He's gonna run in there and try to bang. We gonna but he but he went in the Devin. Devin can punch a little bit. He just said he's not. You know, he's not known as a puncher, but I see he can crack. He can crack. But we're going to try to see what happens. Gonna, if he can't convulse with that straight right hand, with Gambosa coming in, you're going to see lights go out. Exactly. Right. It, don't, it, don't, it, don't yeah. take, it don't take much, man. But I'm, well, I'm, I'm, thank you for coming on, man. I'm super excited about this August 6th fight that's going on, man. And I hope after, after the fight, man, you can come back on and just break down how you got this victory, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I definitely will. Anytime, you know, you know, it's not a problem. Bro. You, we can do this. You know, go this way by way. Go back and see how we broke how we broke down Jake Paul. That's what we're gonna do. 
<laughs> Absolutely, man. I, I see you. We're right. going to see you in the gym on Monday, man. See you on Monday. Yes, sir. I'll see you guys in the gym. When you guys are ready, you know I'm there for you. Let's roll. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you very much for having me. God bless. And, yo, I'm here. Just, whatever you want to do it, just give me a call and let's, we, we, let's do it. Let's go. Thank All you. Right. I got you, Russ. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for today's episode. But let's be clear. You guys have a big bet. Yeah. We're going to have to revisit this August 6th. Just you got challenged for cryotherapy and to sing Icy Girl. Right. I'm not. Yeah. But y'all, you're saying it like I'm going to lose. Like, yeah. That's what you're going to do. Not, like I'm not doing. Well, that. so what happens you, if uh, what's the, the the reverse bet? Like what's the opposite? We'll, we'll have Chris do that. Chris do the same thing. Yeah. You guys going to study the lyrics? Yeah. I'm Chris. Study lyrics. Like, Chris knows okay. it already. Justin will have to. Yeah, this is Sidon's iPod show. Recite, recite the recite the lyrics to one of his favorite artist songs. I do, and like it'll sweetie. be recorded. I do like that. That's that's true. And it'll be posted, and that's that. Mm-hmm. I support you, sweetie. Yeah, <laughs> I know you do. All your endeavors, I support you. We all do. We're, we're all yeah. support, always supporting black women. Always supporting our black <laughs> black women. All our black queens. Absolutely. All right, Bigs out. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.